0: Hi there, my name is Victor Aguinika, and it is echoes on the streets. Yes, it is a beautiful day in the city of Johannesburg, far away in South Africa. Okay, there's something I didn't tell you earlier, and I'm just going to let it out right now. You know, for about four or five months now, there's been a very engaging, educative, and informative program that's been going on, really sponsored by MTN Nigeria in partnership with Pan-Atlantic. University. Okay, we are journalists. Are being taken through a very very rigorous uh, debating, strong strong conversations on the um, Media Innovative Program. That's what we call it. Is the MTN MIP two? Yes, that's because this is the second quarter. It started last year, and of course there will be another one next year. This conversation has actually helped journalists. Trust me, um, journalists that are being pulled from the best media organizations in Nigeria trust when I say they are the best. These guys, fantastic people, serving it us every time they have the chance to do so. So this week, we find ourselves in South Africa where we are, you know, engaging with international organizations, Our colleague also um, here in South Africa, and then some, you know, government people. We had a chance of speaking with the ambassador of Nigeria to South Africa. Okay, very wonderful man. But this one, let me, let me not bore you with so many, many stories. On this particular day, we talked about the digital media and the social media. (laughs) And then there's been a lot of confusion between what separates the digital media from the social media. But trust me, there's been a lot, a lot of differences. And that was what this conversation was about. On this very day, the chairperson of South African National Editors Forum, Spoo Ngalua, yes it was all out and then um, you know a very very rich conversation giving insights into that conversation but something came up that day and that is what this podcast is focused on you know I asked the question about the difference where they draw the line or where we should draw the line as professionals social media influencers everybody talk about fake news and they quickly quickly want to accuse um, or finger the traditional media or the mainstream media but then again you ask yourself what about the non states actors in this business okay the, the the media in nigeria and of course another part of the world is um, a body a professional body that has been recognized but we have so many people that are making journalism that are making media that are not real media people these guys how do we control fake news when it comes to them ah Can we just spare the media for once and focus on the people that are really, really making this? Okay, I'm not saying social media people are really dishing out wrong news. I'm not saying they're making journalism very difficult. Hey, but guess what? They are making journalism difficult. (laughs) Oh yes, they make journalism difficult because you have so many uncensored news you see everywhere on everybody's faces. But again, let's look at the bright side. The social media also comes with a lot of goodies. Beyond talking about, um, you know, fake news and other things, that's helped journalism become quite easier. Um, It's easier for you to reach out to people when you want to confirm things. It's easier for you to, you know, send your data on an error to get results for you. But this very day, we're talking about the difference, or where to draw the line between the digital news media and the social media, and guess what? The class scattered. Everybody coming up with something, something very strong. Even the PR people in the house were dishing it out. Out and out again. And I have some of my colleagues on this one, apart from Mr. Spoo, yeah, there's Sibilola Obunaike, um, she's a PR professional with Black House Media. And of course, there's Sheo Efunuga also. Fantastic, fantastic journalist with the Pulse NG. So you'll be hearing different voices on this one. Everybody's saying something about this we So let's just get straight onto it and then um, enjoy the best race. Based on the question you to ask, um, I'm
1: wondering if PR agencies, if they have a moral responsibility on the type of campaigns they want. To. So an example is, um, for example, when PR people get their briefs, they are the ones to decide the type of influencers to use, the media houses to work with. Now I'm wondering, do they have a moral responsibility? For example, during the elections in Nigeria, there were lots of um, misinformation that was started by influencers. But there was a peer agency behind them that gave them the type of content to tweet. So my question is, how do we bridge Behave. the gap between PR agencies, media, and then um, ways to eradicate misinformation? Because yesterday we, we had the University of Jalim where we spoke about social media misinformation and election campaign in Africa. So now, where do we um, bring in PR agencies, educate them on the type of campaigns who, um, we think they should beat that would be good for the social media um, right. platforms
2: instead of consent, cares. Care, yes. PR agencies are citizens, not just those countries, right? And I don't believe that you can bet in PR agencies to say you have this responsibility. Every individual, every citizen of the country has an interest in its stability. And disinformation and disinformation can actually be purveyed by media actors. It's not necessarily PR. So rules are important, right? So I wouldn't want to let or lamp, um PR agencies with that responsibility. But I do hope that there is recourse um, in your country when disinformation and disinformation is uh, spread. My brother here spoke of it. I quote to me that he was trying to grapple with that. How do you have self-regulation, but you've got laws against? Yes, it's important. A law is a law. If you break the law, you break the law. You can't hide behind um, being a journalist. If you break the basic tenets of journalism, by all means, they must hold you to court. Yes, we do uh, encourage that they go to the abuseman, but. If you break the law, you break the law. Everybody needs to understand. The important thing, though, about elections in particular is that uh, two weeks ago, there was a gathering in Ethiopia, at the, in Addis Ababa, at the AU, of um, election management bodies um, from Africa, including in Nigeria, actually, um, tanks from across the continent, media organizations, to develop, to work on guidelines and principles around the use of digital news media and social media in Africa. So those guidelines, the reason why you had all of these parties come together two weeks ago was to actually, again, find an African solution to some of our problems. Because we face the same challenges. We're living in the one globe, but our issues are unique. So hopefully those guidelines, from my understanding, once we're done with that, they move to the next EU summit for possible adoption, but that still does not mean that the member countries are going to implement that. Okay, so I think it's part of the constant education that we need to keep doing. So I wouldn't say you have a particular responsibility, somebody has a particular responsibility. All of us are citizens who are democracy Actually, Actually, a role to play in promoting um, that democracy, and actually um, stopping the spread of fake news, because they threaten governments. I mean, come elections, there's violence in different areas because of what influences uh, sometimes tweet, or sometimes use in their houses. Those are the people that the courts must chase after, actually, and make an example of. Because disinformation is not just a um, innocent, innocuous spread of fake news. It's actually intended to destabilize countries. And instability has very negative and dire consequences for countries. So it's not something to be sneezing. I'm
3: They are able to simplify the news. Journalists can content creators in my opinion.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You need to find niche ways to propose what it is that you are saying. If you are speaking on tech, for example, finance, whatsoever, as long as Communication is possible. I can speak to you in the language that you understand. I think that you've passed the news. Okay. What I think we as traditional um, media platforms do is, many times we take the one-way approach, uh-huh.
1: which is not what
3: is exactly working now. Uh-huh.
2: For each social media platform, it's a long way approach. What's huh? the The
3: one way. Oh, the long way. way. Yeah, it's a That's one right. way. So the. Better approach somehow, which I think we are gradually adopting in Nigeria is make the news, simplify it in different ways for different kinds of audience. I know a few um, growing online platforms do it. The ones that have like print platforms and then social media platforms. You can repurpose news to Twitter threads. You could set up your ring light and make the news the influencer kind of way. Five things to know about something. There are so many Approaches, in my opinion, that we can take to it. That you don't have to water down what you are passing. If it's for a print platform, write it. Print platform specific. If it's for online, do the same. If it's for social media,
2: get social about it. Yeah. Thanks. Actually, uh thank you for raising that.